Welcome back, everyone, to episode 96 of the Popcorn Podcast. As you, If you don't know who we are, I'm Tommy, that's Ryan, and uh, we're here to talk about the world of TV and entertainment. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you find podcasts, TikTok, YouTube. But yeah, today we're here to talk about Bo is Afraid, Mando Season 3, and all the news that we've got from CinemaCon. It's a lot of news. There's, there's a big chunk that of That I didn't know about. Yeah. I knew about a few things. There's not... 28 things. Yeah, I didn't know about 28 things. Yeah. My mind can't hold that many numbers. Yeah, it's because I saved them. If I didn't save them, I'd forget. Yeah. But uh, how are you doing today? Doing How's, all right. How are you doing this week? It's a Thursday. We're almost. It's almost Friday. Actually, it's not a bad week. It, it should be been. like it's the week before finals, but I had presentations and stuff like projects due last week. It's actually kind of nice. I don't have that much to do this week. And finals week is never really that bad. Yeah, the actual like finals test, but it's always the week before when you have like projects. It's where you're cramming all the finals. Like, yeah. I had a lot to do, but I'm done two classes now. Okay. Because our finals aren't finals. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have to go in. Gotcha. I can do it all from my house. So I think I have one more thing I need to do, really. Gotcha. But nice. besides that, I, yeah, it's been a, been a pretty good week. Phillies won two in a row. They did. They're at 500. You know the second highest team in the NL in the last ten games. Really, Pirates have been nine and one. Pirates are going off this season. Phillies are seven in their seven have won seven of the last ten. Cool. So things are looking up. Isn't the draft tonight too? Yeah, NFL draft. Mm -hmm. Be exciting to see what happens. I swear to God, the Eagles pick Bajan Robinson. I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. They they got to pick a corner. No, Jalen Carter picked the D tackle from Georgia. Defensive tackle. He's the one. Did you see the Georgia player that got in trouble for the racing? No. While intoxicated? <laughs> no. It's him. Oh, God. <laughs> but he was projected to be like a number one pick, but now he's projected to fall. So I hope the Eagles pick him. No, they should just keep picking Alabama players. It's been working out so well. Alabama or Georgia. You yeah. pick in the SEC, you don't <laughs> leave it. Okay, but, um, the Giants pick another Northeastern school. Fucking Duke. It's not even Northeastern. It's Drafting. The, for the first time since 2001, the Giants have selected a white cornerback <laughs> from the University of Villanova. God. <laughs> now, I saw him even today. It was like the draft list, and it was like what every team's going to do. And it was like Eagles are drafting a cornerback who can finally follow a wide receiver. Dolphins are going to draft nobody because they're putting everything into a concussion-proof helmet for Tua. And it was just Giants going to draft somebody to trade away to ruin the Eagles season. I was like, <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much what it's going to be. What happens every time? But uh, you ready to hop and go through all this news? There's a lot of it. Do the so, news first? No. I was actually going to start with something even bigger at the moment. Okay. And that is the first reactions from CinemaCon to The Flash. So for those who don't know, The Flash had its first... <laughs> it, it is huge news. It is. Get your first reactions out of the way. movie's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real until we are sitting in the theater and the credits are rolling. Yeah. So for those who don't know, CinemaCon happened this past week. I think it actually... I think it's still going today. But it might be over by now. Um, and yeah, the first screening of The Flash happened. First real screening. And so far, everything that's come out of it is that the movie has a lot of emotional scenes and like they all land. They said the humor is hit or miss, which isn't a very good sign. But they said Michael Keaton absolutely kills it back in the role as Batman. Good. They said all the acting's very good. And supposedly, 
I hate to say, but supposedly Andy Muschietti has already written a sequel. Yeah. But they don't know if they're going to use it in the future of DC. I don't think so. I hope. I, mean, I wouldn't mind they make a sequel. Like, let me not a sequel. Let him do the next Flash. Yeah, let it be like... Won't let it be Ezra Miller. Yeah, no, obviously. But I think... They are going through their own crisis right now. I think if they do a sequel, it would be like in the new universe. Yeah. Like, I still think this is going to reset, like Flashpoint, where it's going to reset into James Gunn's DC universe. I still think that's how they're going to do it, because it just makes sense. It's Flashpoint. That's, you know, it's the whole thing. So, I don't know. The the movie, this second trailer... Well, we're not even talking about the trailer. Just these reactions... They're positive across the board, pretty much, which is great to see because I think the first trailer didn't look bad. I was interested. I still really want to see this movie. That second trailer wasn't as good, though, for me. And I still think, yeah, the movie is still a little ways away, but the CGI just does not look very good to me. It looks very, like, elastic Marvel? Yeah. Well, like, early Marvel. Now Marvel? True. I don't know. Early Marvel CGI was fire. I meant like pre MCU, like oh, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Ghost. Like, actually, Ghost Rider. That movie being as bad as it is, great CGI. Sure. It just looks very like rubbery. Yeah. When like, yeah. Supergirl's like flying in the slow mo scene. It doesn't look good, but still like, it's a ways away. They still have time to work on it. So, hopefully, it gets better. But I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, I think the movie just it looks pretty good. I'm still excited to see it if it's going to come out, but yeah. Can you imagine the day before it just gets scrapped? <laughs> they just scrap $450 million away. So yeah, everything that I've seen so far, the main criticism so far has been the CGI and that's a little too long, but okay. they were told before the movie started, the CGI is not done. Yeah. And that the movie's not final. It's not final cut yet. Yeah. Which they makes sense. There's stuff that they can cut, add still. When does it come out? June? June 16th. Okay. So they still got a month and a half, pretty much. Guardians comes out next Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> that movie, I have a feeling that's going to end up in my like top five movies of the year. No, I'm excited for that. Every movie I've said that about, though. Yeah. Not looking like it. Including this one, Bo's Afraid. Including Bo's Afraid, which we'll get into. Excuse me. I didn't even drink a drink today. Just a gassy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Shut up. So the first bit of news is very quick. Well, all of the news we're going to try and do as quickly as possible because we don't want this to be like a three-hour episode. So Sisu has debuted with an 8 out of 10 on IGN. For those who don't know, this is the German action movie made by the same company that made John Wick. Yeah. It's basically John Wick, but killing Nazis this time. And I'm pumped for it. It just looks fun. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> um, next, this is news I was super excited to get is that we – those who are at CinemaCon got the first trailer for Craven movie, which has been guaranteed to be ra- it will be rated R, yeah. and supposedly the trailer was insane. Yeah, and Rhino is going to be the main villain for this, and I'm okay with that because it kind of fits Craven. Craven's sure. allowed to hunt whoever he wants. Yeah, and it's an animal because yeah, they said it will be like the comic book Rhino, not Paul Giamatti in an Iron Man suit kind of Rhino. Are they going like full on big dude? Big dude. Okay. Rhino looking dude with red eyes. That's that's what I want. Uh there was a part of the trailer where Craven climbs into a car, bites a dude's nose off, and spits it into the camera lens. Yeah. And everyone said the the trailer's insane. Good. But everyone says he looks great. You get a quick shot of him in the tiger. 
coat. Do they? Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. I yeah, think I'm excited. Too. A really I, good chance. I really hope that whole remember that rumor where he was going to be like an animal lover, like yeah, conservationist. I, he, and then he came out and said that's not true. Did he? Yeah, I he said he's like no, he's like no, this is brutal. <laughs> I think, he, I think he said something about like he might be killing like poachers though, which yeah, I wouldn't. That makes sense. I wouldn't be against that. No, I wouldn't be against him being like, you know, trying to preserve for the fact that he can keep hunting. But if he was like full on conservationist, like protecting animals, yeah, not killing any actual animals, it wouldn't make sense. Uh, moving on, we got our first trailer for The Witcher season three. I have not watched The Witcher at all, first season, second season. I know that the second season wasn't well received by at least fans, and I know Henry Cavill has publicly went against the show a little bit. Yeah, that they haven't followed books. But you watched season one, so I'll let you take the helm on this part of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm not like super well versed in Witcher lore. That's gonna, that's gonna pick up. Um, <laughs> just rub the microphone on some plastic. Um, I haven't read the books or played the games, but I did watch season one, and after that, I kind of like watched some YouTube videos about the lore. And so far, season three from the trailer, it looks like they're doing the Wild Hunt, which is kind of the big thing in the third game, and it's this crazy, basically just ghosts that come down and hunt them from the sky it's it's pretty sick but season one was good overall i didn't love the whole the the consensus was that telling it out of order just didn't really work didn't make sense for it and season two i watched i think the first two episodes but after that it kind of i forget what else came out but it just got caught up in something else and i forgot about it i might go back and watch it though because i did really enjoy the show and i think henry cavill obviously has so much care for the games and the lore and the show and he does a fantastic job as Geralt and everyone else does um a really good job I forget the actress's name but girl who plays um Yennefer is really good and Siri Cyril the girl that he's taking care of I forget the name I haven't watched it in a minute yeah I don't know I haven't watched it in a while, but everybody does a really great job. I think the world building is really cool, too. It's a cool fantasy world that I'd, I'd like to get into more. So I think I might go back and watch season two this summer before it comes out. And it's also a two-parter. At the end of the trailer, it says volume one. I think it was June 29th or something. And then sometime in July, volume two comes out. So they're pretty much Stranger Things in it. Yeah, probably. But I think that would work because as far as I know, the Wild Hunt storyline is like the big one so it's good to like take your time with it yeah but i am disappointed it's gonna be henry cavill's last season although i do think liam Hem- liam hemsworth could do a pretty good job henry cavill was meant for the role he loves the lore of the games and loves playing Geralt. so it is disappointing to see him go yeah yeah Hopefully even though i haven't have... watched it, i thought he looked great yeah no <laughs> especially from playing the i've at least played some of the game with matt because matt matt's a huge witcher guy mm-hmm but yeah. uh, anything else you want to add about? No, I mean, it? hopefully he gets a good send-off at least. Obviously, Geralt's not going to die because he already got recast, but I don't know. Good send-off for Henry Cavill. Yeah, of course. It's Geralt? It's not Geralt? Yeah, Geralt. I thought it was like Gerald, but no. with a T. It's spelled like it, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, moving on. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will have some secret cameos, so secret that even the cast doesn't know about them. Okay. So... That's really it. We don't know anything. Thought it'd be pretty cool to mention. Maybe the international trailer could give us something. <laughs> give us some. Um, as you know, we, as we talked a little bit about, we got our second trailer for the Flash. Ryan did not enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I 
See, I don't know if I really enjoyed it or I just loved hearing him say, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah. Which, for those who don't know, is an iconic scene in the 1989 Batman movie. And you got a little bit more, a couple clips of Batflick in there, which I yeah. like to see. And it was confirmed that you will see the entire Batcave, how you get down there, all that stuff in this movie. Awesome. And I think I just love the end with all the different emblems. No, that was cool. It was like the don't, 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 and showed mm-hmm. each one. Yeah, that looked pretty cool to me. But I get, I didn't find the need to have it so close together. This trailer and the last trailer, they feel very close. Do in they? Time. You think? It's only two months. I feel like it's a pretty good amount of time. Yeah, but I kind of want to go. I want them to do like how the Batman did, like a whole year apart. Like I yeah. wanted to come out like maybe like a month or two before. Okay. Well, I think they might still release one more trailer. I see. That's why I, I didn't want three. You don't? No. Because okay. I they're they're not giving away anything in these trailers. Really, it's a lot of the same clips. Yeah. With just a couple additional scenes, but I kind of want to keep as much secret as I can. Yeah. But I do like when she's like, "What do you know what this means?" He's like, "It means hope, right?" Mm-hmm. Speaking about the symbol. Yeah. Which does not mean it's not an S. I hear one more person say S for <laughs> Superman. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> the one thing that threw me off at the end of the trailer, when they do the Batman jumps out of the plane, he's like, where's his parachute? doesn't need a parachute. Captain America did the same thing six years ago. It, it, it did <laughs> more than six years. That's like 10 years ago now. When did Winter Soldier come out? That happens in No, it was Avengers. Winter Soldier. No. Iron Man jumps out, and then he puts on the parachute. No, but in Winter Soldier, Cap jumps out onto the boat, and he's like, where's your parachute? And the guy's like, he doesn't need a parachute, and then he lands on the shield. I, don't I remember I that part. I'm a bigger MCU fan than you. So yes, I, you I are. Remember. I will not argue that yeah. by any No, he does it in Winter Soldier, which is what, 2014? Yeah. I okay. do love that shot of everything's exploding, and then it's just Keaton like, falls to his knees. Yeah. Think he think he dies, Keaton? Yeah, I don't know. I can. I think Batfleck's gonna die. I don't know. Shut if up. Shut up. <laughs> well, that's all I really have to say about the Flash. I kind of we talked we talked in depth about it just in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kroll's popular animated series Big Mouth will be ending with season eight. I was a huge big fan. Big Mouth fan. Big fan of mouth. I was a big fan of Big Mouth. <laughs> When the show first came out, and then it got a little too much for me. And I'm not going to lie. I, me and Ryan talked about this. I thought it was only on, like, season five. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that six and seven came out, and now eight's coming out. But, hey, I mean, Nick Kroll, did, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney did a great job. Yeah. Who would have thought a show about <laughs> kids going through puberty, puberty would be such a funny show idea to do? Mm-hmm. It, for me, it just got a little too gross. Yeah, like, over the top. And which we'll get back into in a, yeah. when we get into Bo's Afraid. But um, I haven't watched Big Mouth at all. Yeah, I think it, you showed me like one or two episodes one time. Yeah, because I beginning. liked the beginning of the show. I yeah. thought the beginning was actually really funny. It seemed funny, but I just I never got into it. I saw the kid's dick and I was like, what? Yeah, that's when it got a little weird. Yeah. When it was when they didn't show anything, but like you knew what they were talking about, that's when it was at its best yeah. to me. And the kid just turns around. It's yeah. Like, it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now moving on to huge news. Uh, Doom Part 2 was filmed entirely in IMAX, which is awesome. Yeah. And me and Ryan will be going to see this in IMAX. Probably the night or the night after it comes out. Mm-hmm. This no is... cast this time, though. What? No uh, crutches. 
for you. Yeah, no crutch. Well, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the surgery should keep that from happening. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll get we'll talk more in depth about Dune when we get to another news part of it. The stills. Yeah, the stills. Thanks we for just going back to back. Well, it's because they're not in order on here. Okay. Well, we know the stills are there. They then, look really cool. No, we'll get to the still. Okay, fine. <laughs> it will throw me off. <laughs> just be all out of order. Yeah, I'll be so confused. Yeah. Um, the Flash will be set 30 years after the events of Avatar. I love how it's, if I just did one before the other, they would have <laughs> your, your face was so disappointed. You just do one movie at a time. You got to go Flash, Dune, Flash, something well, else. Well, moving on. A new Spongebob movie is coming to Netflix. I didn't even hear the Flash thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Flash will be set 30 years after the events of Batman Returns. Okay. That's it. That's it? That's it. Cool. This <laughs> show's so scuffed. Um, as I said, the <laughs> a new Spongebob movie is coming to Netflix. But this time, Sandy Cheeks is the lead, baby. Really? <laughs> yep. Nice. Saving Bikini Bottom, the Sandy Cheeks movie. That's what's called. <laughs> <laughs> that will be hitting Netflix this summer. Is Keanu going to be in it? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Neither did I. I watched the one before that. Yeah. I just remember seeing like thumbnails of him as a tumbleweed. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know how they keep making these. These movies are terrible every time, except for the OG one from like 2008. One with Hasselhoff? Yeah, yeah. That one's a banger. It's a banger. Uh, the Pope's Exorcist 2 is officially in development. For those who saw the movie, it it was my biggest annoyance of the movie is that they were just setting up a sequel. Yeah. I and still I, haven't seen it, so. I mean, get that bang, Russell Crowe. Because you were, you were great in it. Uh... This is going to be a lot of horror stuff we're going to run down now. The fourth Conjuring film is titled The Conjuring Last Rites. So I think it's going to have to do with nuns, maybe Catholic Church. Okay. Or it's the last movie. <laughs> it's Final, Destination, Final, <laughs> Final Destination 6 is officially in the works at Warner Brothers. Dick. Um, did you hear how the directors got this? No. So when they were doing like Zoom calls to see what director was going to helm it, they VFXed their fireplace like blowing up and it cutting off their heads. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they got it. Nice. Uh, director Fetty Alvarez, for those who don't know, he directed the remake of the twenty of Evil Dead in twenty thirteen. He also made the original Don't Breathe. He shared the behind the scenes look at the upcoming Alien film. Is that what? I don't know anything about that movie. Is it like a sequel or? Prequel I'm not gonna. Or... I have no clue. I think it's a sequel. I think they're all sequels. Is it after like, well, Prometheus and stuff was a prequel, right? Yeah. I mean, like they're all in the same universe. Yeah. I think this one is too. I think it's a prequel. No, I think it's a sequel. I'm just saying I think it's in the same universe. Gotcha. Uh, What what trailer is this? Oh, uh, we got a trailer for a new horror movie called A Haunting in Venice. I want to pull up the cast because it was a very good cast. Yeah, the cast looked pretty good. It's just the movie looks. Yeah, the movie doesn't look very. The tra- I'm not going to fully say the movie's not good. Yeah, I mean it's the, the trailer first- did not look good. Yeah, it looks very very basic. Uh, the cast is Kenneth Branagh, Jamie Dornan, Michelle Yeoh, Kelly Riley, Tina Fey, Emma Laird, and then Kyle Allen. So very yeah. good, very good cast. Yeah, great cast. It's just the movie didn't look great from the trailer, and also the ghost just looked like a normal girl with wet hair. So. I don't know. 
what? Wait, is this a sequel to Death on the Nile? Is it? It has the detective. It is! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. I had no idea that they were even associated with each other. I didn't know there was like... I just knew Kenneth Branagh was in it for a second. Is there supernatural stuff in that movie? No. No? I, I'm so confused. Huh. I, I thought it was just a straight-up horror movie. Gotcha. Hmm. Huh. The coolest thing, like shit. Yeah. The coolest thing Kenneth Branagh has ever done is actually like learn how to talk backwards for Tenet. Yeah. That's John Day Washington learning to fight backwards. Yeah. That movie's so that well movie. done. <laughs> I love that movie. So underrated. Uh Steven Spielberg has seen the new Indiana Jones in its final cut. Mm-hmm. He was he on an interview said, When the lights came up, I just turned to the groom and said, Damn, I thought I was the only one that, that knew how to make one of these. Yeah. So good sign coming from Steven Spielberg. Great sign. Uh Michael Shannon at <laughs> We're going back to the Flash, baby. <laughs> Michael Shan asked and got Zack Snyder's blessing before returning as Zod in the Flash. It's pretty cool. Nothing crazy. That is cool. Moving on from that, Boba Fett actor says he was supposed to be a Mandalorian season three and then blames Mando for showing up for the failure that was the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I agree with him. No, I don't. That show just sucked. That is true, but... <laughs> It was worsened by the fact that two of the episodes were just Mandalorian episodes. Great it, Mandalorian episodes. Yeah. Show. But it was better than anything that came out of the Book of Boba Fett. That is true. That that show needed some more time to... It needed action. Yeah. Cool action. <laughs> Not spinning for no reason. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it, it is disappointing. If he was supposed to be Mando season three, I mean, I I liked Tamara Morrison. and I don't think he's good as Boba Fett. You don't think so? No. I, think I don't he, like Chunky Fett. <laughs> I like Thin <laughs> Boba Fett. Okay. I can kind of see that. And why did they change his suit? When? Why does he wear black stuff now? As his sleeves? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know why? What you mean. I don't know. Why? It makes no sense. It doesn't make no sense. He just got a black t-shirt. But... It's stupid. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's not his armor that changed. He just got a different undershirt. And underpants. True. It looks weird. I agree. The white looks cooler, but it's not white. It's tan. Shut the fuck up. You're supposed to be the. You're supposed to be the Star Wars guy. I don't give a shit about <laughs> Boba Fett's underwear color, dude. I don't care. You, you think it's fruit by the loom? Fruit of the loom. <laughs> fruit by the foot underwear, Tom. Yeah. Is that your new invention? There is. There is edible underwear. I, yeah. I've seen it. Not. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Back to the Flash again. <laughs> David Zaslov calls the Flash the best superhero movie he's ever seen. Tom Cruise said it too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe him, but cool. <laughs> Straw Hat. Uh, Straw Hat Goofy said it's the, one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen. I'm sure it's gonna be. I I think it's gonna be good. I'm really hoping it's gonna be good. But yeah, I don't that's think, that's where I'm at. I'm just praying. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be best superhero movie ever though. Yeah, there, there's a lot of great superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, happy four year anniversary to Avengers Endgame. Hmm. Oh, James Gunn's Superman Legacy will not be a comedy. Yeah. Thank God. That is good. Oh, you forgot one trailer. <laughs> the Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. Oh, romance yeah. western baby i watched that yet the short film i'll watch it later tonight 
and it's it's Pedro Almodarv. It's called Strange Way of Life. Looks really fun. Is it, <laughs> it a short or is it, it a four-minute? It's, it's a short. Okay. It's Brokeback Mountain, but with Western Cowboys. And Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Uh, Dill shit now. <laughs> now, to the, now we're getting into the juicy news. So we got our first look at Doom Part 2, which will hit theaters November 3rd. And we got Paul. <clears throat> oh, fuck, I forgot her name. Florence Pugh's character, Princess... Diana. No? I don't fucking know. Don't think so, buddy. I didn't read the books. I don't know. I, I, I did. That's why I'm more mad at myself. <laughs> yeah. um, Zendaya's Josh Brolin. I, I told everyone when we watched the movie, he's not dead. For everyone who was like, oh my god, I can't believe they killed him. He, yeah. he, what was his nope. name? It was some with a G or a D. It's not Duncan. Genji? I don't fucking know. No, it was Duncan. No, Duncan was Momoa. I thought he was... Right? Yeah, you know you're right. Yeah. I think. It was like Gimli or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got a body image of Austin Butler. Yeah, from the back. And then they kind of, then there was another pic of it. It was the exact same pair, but you saw his head. Hmm. Didn't see his face. He's got a shaved head. It looked like he shaved like the bottom, but he's got stuff on the top. Did it look like that? The to one on the has no head. Okay. No head. So no head? <laughs> Oh yeah, baby, the yeah. Baron. The Baron looks cool. One of the best characters ever. Yeah, and then just a lot of Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, and then there was the um Batista one too. Oh yeah, with the bloody mm-hmm. sword. Yeah, I think they all look awesome. Oh yeah, I'm I'm six. This is my most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, same by, here by far. Yeah, it, I'm not gonna lie. It's probably this and Barbie. <laughs> I'm so That's unbelievably fair. excited for and Barbie. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is probably third. Yeah. No, it's probably fourth. I think I'm more excited for Guardians. Really? I'm really putting a lot of trust in James Gunn for this one. Yeah. I think my favorite picture is maybe the Brolin one. Just because he grew his hair out. He's, he's covered in bloody. blood. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped for that. But also, Florence Pugh looks great. Oh, Austin Butler's, I mean, he's holding two swords, basically. He looks pretty sick. Oh, he, he's a badass in the books. Is he? His character. Cool. He's what, Baron's nephew, isn't he? <laughs> okay. He wants to become king. Gotcha. Or at least stop Paul from becoming king. Is the emperor going to be in this one? Maybe. Because I know there is an emperor. Yeah, they already cast him. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Christopher Walken, right? There you go. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I got so much more excited. Forgot about that. So I got some big TV news. Hold on. Ooh. I'm just thinking of Christopher Walken. <laughs> Not and even Austin as the... Butler having a dance sequence. No, I just because I said the emperor, I immediately thought of Christopher Walken playing Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I can't. That's so funny. You. <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> I'm sure that Emperor is nothing like Palpatine. No, no, he's not. But it's just funny. That he's terrifying. <laughs> uh, moving into some TV news, Bob Odenkirk has been cast in The Bear Season 2. Yeah. I still got to finish Season 1. I got two episodes left. You're about to come on to one of my favorite acted scenes of all time. Am I? Mm-hmm. By Jeremy Allen White. It's, it's that monologue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the show's great so far. I, I think... As a show, I don't think the story is that strong. It's more of just like a character show. Yeah. Which, in that case, it's fantastic. All the acting and the characters are great. But I do kind of wish there was a more cohesive story. Like, when he found out he was like 300 grand in debt, I thought that was going to be the show. Like, him trying to just get more money. And it's kind of... He's still trying to get money and pay the guy back, his uncle. But it's kind of taking a backseat to character stuff, which 
I'm totally fine with. I just didn't know that was the show, so it kind of called me off. Finish the show. Okay. Okay. Finish the show. Fair enough. Fair enough. My mic is off. I'll finish the show. So we got a quote from Zoe Saldana about Guardians 3. Mm, I did see this. I don't think this is the end for the Guardians. It is the end for me and for Gamora. And Drax. And Rocket. And, Rocket. Rocket. <laughs> and Pete. You think? He says he's not doing it anymore. You think Groot's going to be the lone survivor? Dude, that'd be so sad. Oh, it's just reverse <laughs> of what the beginning, the first one is? Yeah. We are Groot. <laughs> just some dark ass shit. We all just get like executed by See, the... See, we're getting our first F word in the MCU. Who? We're getting our first F bomb. Who's going to say it? Peter. Quill. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It was in the trailer. No, was it? Mm-hmm. A new TV spot one. They bleep it. Oh, shit. I got to watch that. Uh, oh, oh, we got our first trailer for the new Apple TV Plus series, Platonic. I actually think this looks pretty good. It looks kind of funny, but... It's uh, Rose Brynn and Seth Rogen. This show's pretty much... Rose Brynn's character is in is married with kids. Seth Rogen was a close friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And they haven't talked in years, and she finds out he's getting a divorce. So they start hanging out again. And then everyone's like, guys and girls just can't be friends. Yeah. Which is a tale old as time. Everyone's been told that. But at the same time, I'm sure at some point in the show, they're going to kiss. And it's going to be like, oh, we should have done that. No, see, I think it's not going to happen. You don't think so? I think the whole show's just, that's why it's called platonic. That's true. I think that's how it's going to be. But everyone's going to think something's happening. Yeah. I so think if it goes like that, it can be decent. But if it is like the classic done a million times, just they end up kissing one time and it's a big mistake. and It's a falling out. They've made a hundred of those shows. Yeah. So I don't know. Or if they kiss and he takes over as like a stepdad. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Um, now a poster that was released, and it looks like it could be one of the worst posters I've ever seen. And this is the twisted metal poster. What's that? Oh, is that the, the video Anthony game? One? The very famous video game Twisted Metal. It's the Anthony Mackie series, huh. which is gonna be on Peacock. And when I'm telling you, this looks like something I would have made in sixth grade and posted on my Instagram as my profile pic and thought this shit was so hard. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, if I you want to see, see it, it's in uh, the film news like thing. Yeah. What's the game about? You you blow up other cars. It's Is like a it? derby. Gotcha. Okay. I can't lie. When I saw that, I thought it was going to be like a – like reality show with no, him like driving different cars that's what it looks like to me it does it looks like one of those reality <laughs> where it's just like modding cars and driving them this looks so bad it does look bad i mean it's one of the worst posters i've ever seen <laughs> anthony mackie come on you got you just ghosted and now you're doing this see you had ghosted so is sebastian stan really yeah i do not want to watch that movie <laughs> i will not watch it i will not be watching twisted metal either that looks terrible. Uh, moving on to something that I am actually really excited for, and I wasn't until probably recently. And this is Transformers Rise of the Beast. We got our second trailer. And I mean, every Transformers movie has really good CGI, and this one is no different to me. It looks really fun. And that final, like, one-take battle scene looks really cool. Yeah, I mean... It's exactly what it is. It's yeah, Transformers. Transformers movies, they're always just fun. And then... Sometimes they'll piss you off because they're so dumb, but you can just numb your mind. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. 
you can just numb your mind and watch robots punch each other. And <laughs> everyone who listens to this show knows I fucking love that shit. You do. So you're you're a big fan of big things fighting big. I things. am. It's just fun because I I'm very good at just turning my brain off. Really? I'm fantastic. <laughs> Are you at sure? it. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> um, it was confirmed that Vigilante will return in the DCU. That is same actor too. Yeah. That's very good news. Now, something I was not expecting to get in my feed today. Chris Hemsworth to voice Optimus Prime in Transformers prequel. That is pretty crazy. And uh, the cast will also include Scarlett Johansson and Brian Tyree Henry. And it will be the origin story of how Optimus Prime and Megatron became enemies. So I'm assuming Brian Tyree Henry is going to be voicing. Megatron? Megatron. Gotcha. It's an anime series or movie? <laughs> uh, I think it's a movie. Okay. I mean. I th- I'm I, assuming it's a movie. I don't know. I probably will Yeah, new it. movie will be an animated prequel. That's my question. I, I should have asked with uh, Rise of the Beast or whatever. Is that connected to the Michael Bay ones? Or is I it its know. own thing? I don't know. Because they all look different. But in the same time, the Bumblebee movie, which I think is connected. I don't think that's canon. Not? I don't think so. I, don't know. I still haven't seen that one. So that, that that's the best one. I've heard it actually is good. I love that movie. Yeah. And Haley Steinfeld is in it. Yeah. I love her. And John Cena's in it. He's the bad guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a meathead. Uh, we got some new pictures for the first time in what feels like years. We got new images from Orange Scorsese's Killer of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Because we've been looking at that same picture of them sitting at the goddamn kitchen counter for a year and a fucking half. Yeah. If I see that picture one time, I'm going to punch someone in the mouth. Yeah. I think that's one of my... When's that coming out? Next year? Supposed to come out? Know. I think. Uh, it's no, it's coming out can. Okay. It's it's the first movie since Taxi Driver that's premiering at can. It's like... Can? Con. Can Film Festival? Canes? It's not sure Canes. Can. It's Con or Can. Raising Canes? <laughs> about chicken fingers? Dude, this is the worst episode I think we've ever I done. I don't speak French, man. Neither do I. Come on. Okay. I'm pumped. We got our first trailer for Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. And when I'm telling you, the score in this trailer is a fucking banger. And the new arena looks really good. Rachel Zegler, I love her. So I'm going to watch this movie. And I'm a huge Hunger Games fan. But Ryan, I want to hear from someone who maybe isn't the biggest Hunger Games fan. I think... The movie looked pretty good. I, I I think the concept of the Hunger Games is neat. Like, the whole just kids killing each other. It's a good time. <laughs> Big thing for you. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Big fan. Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the original Hunger Games movies. I've read the first book in grade school. For like a How do you stop the first book? It's just for a book report. I don't like reading. The second book is by far the best. I, I don't I don't know. I didn't the second read it. book, the second movie. Yeah. But um the first one's probably the worst. You think? The book wise. Okay. Movie wise, I think the fourth one's the worst movie. Gotcha. Critically and audience. Yeah. But um I mean the movie looked alright. I don't think it looks amazing. Good looks, cast. Oh, great cast. Yeah. And I'm excited to see I mean Viola Davis and Peter um, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, always fantastic. Austin Butler look alike. Yeah, Schwartzman. He's, he's playing a young. Uh, I forget the kid's name. He Snow. looks like Austin Butler, but he's playing a young President Snow, and he and he has the feel. For those who have read the books, you'll know what I mean. And Schwartzman is uh Flickerman's uh, godfather, grandfather. Looks looks really good. Yeah, looks I, like they could be. 
family. Yeah, he does look like the guy. I don't really remember the names of anybody besides Cadmus, but and Peta. That's kind of it. And Gale. Oh yeah, that is Presence his name. Now. Do you remember that one? Yeah, because he's in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, but um, I did like the aesthetic of the TV room where they have like that kind of retro. Yeah, because it looks older. Yeah, it good. looks like kind of like a sixties aesthetic, which is neat. And I think the whole you love that yeah. word this episode. Aesthetic. You, neat. <laughs> You've said it a couple times. Yeah. Um, I did like the whole thing. Like the whole – I don't know where they were. The ca- It's the capital, right, is like the main place mm-hmm. where they all go. The capital is where the Hunger Games take place. Yeah. It looked like Soviet Union in the 60s. Like it had that aesthetic where it's like a big fucking statue of the president in the middle. A bunch just, of concrete. Yeah, a bunch of concrete around. It just looks terrible. It does. It is cool. Yeah. Because I did want – I've always – since I read the books, I do want to read this one before it comes out. Mm-hmm. But I've always wanted to see like what the capital was like before all this high tech stuff. Yeah, so it's cool to see, especially coming off the. I mean, I think it's one of the best book to film adaptations we've ever gotten, uh-huh. especially more in like the teen drama kind of thing. Yeah, because Divergent's not good. <laughs> Maze Runner, besides the first one, not good. Yeah, I like the first one. Hunger Games, very good. Yeah, very solid. Maybe not all. If you're not a book. That definitely picked up on our mics. I hope so. But um, maybe if you're not the biggest fan of the books, it's not for you. But I'm a huge fan, so I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm still going to check it out, but I could really care less whether it's good or not. I mean, I want it to be good, but I'm not like huge Hunger Games guy, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Dodgeball sequel is in the works now. Like, it's official. It's happening. And Vince Vaughn is set to return. Yeah. Oh, breaking news. Bryce Young has been drafted number one overall by the Panthers. It's quarterback. Never right? pick Alabama quarterbacks. Hmm. Never. Who's that guy? Did oh, I guess Jalen Hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My quarterback that I love with everything in me. Yeah. Who's that guy? CJ Shroud. Did you see Ohio his State. IQ test Jesus, CJ. <laughs> oh, now for the biggest news of the day. Rihanna's playing Smurfette in a new Smurfs movie, baby. What? what? Let's go. <laughs> Making a new Smurfs movie? How big is the audience for Smurfs that they find the need to make another franchise? I don't know. How many shitty movies are they going to market Rihanna with? Because you had what? You had Battleship, <laughs> Ocean's 8, and fucking... What else? Now the Smurfs? <laughs> Battleship might be one of the dumbest things ever. Talk about... <laughs> Who tries to make a board game that's just <laughs> naval fighting into an alien epic yeah. with Rihanna? In the I mean, listen, honestly, Rihanna is just a voice actress. Could work because it's she's Rihanna. not a bad actress, no, but it's, it's Rihanna. Yeah. And you don't ever see anyone like that. Like Taylor Swift could never become an actress. My sisters would punch you in the face. No, right it's, because, <laughs> it's because you can't not be Taylor Swift. Just like I yeah. think that's going to ruin Harry Styles. I don't think Harry Styles is a bad actor. I agree. But that will follow him for the rest. He's just Harry Styles. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing with playing a superhero. Like, it's hard yeah. for Robert Downey Jr. to do anything else because he's just going to be Iron Man. Same thing with, like, I don't, I don't fucking know, like, um, Captain America. How am I blanking on his name? Chris Evans? Yes. Like, he's always just going to be Captain America and everything else. Do you think of any more good roles that he's done? No, I kind of forgot about that. I got to see Scott Pilgrim, but yeah, I mean, he's not like a main character, but he's I know he's a very, it's a very short role, isn't it? Yeah. I do want to see that movie so bad though. We'll watch Especially it. now that I'm watching Succession. Yeah. I just want to see more. But uh, 
That is the end of the news segment of this episode. Before we get any more into the episode, I want to give a quick thanks to the sponsor of this show, BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a queef bre- <laughs> brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash... <laughs> Popcorn pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H E L P dot com slash popcorn pod. Thanks to better help for sponsoring our show. There's no way you said that. <laughs> this is the worst episode we have ever done. Oh my God. Oh. This is, this is rough. This is rough. There's no way that oh, happened. No. <laughs> Just the way it was an accident, but just the way you stopped for a second. <laughs> because I started laughing. By the way, um, Chris Evans is good in Knives Out. Mm, he's good know. in Snowpiercer. See, I don't think he's that good. You don't? No. I think in the end when, he's, he's, crying, okay. when he's crying, he's like, I ate the bug, I ate kids. It's a sad scene. I ate the bugs, I ate the kids. <laughs> uh, apparently that movie Gifted really sad oh that is a he is good in that yeah okay i take it back chris evans is a good actor mm-hmm. he's not in for the greatest movies but he's not a bad actor no he's not gifted is actually a really good movie yeah he's also really good like in scott pilgrim he plays a douchebag a lot and he's pretty good at it like in scott pilgrim his character is just a straight douchebag but it's like super hammed up and cheesy it's very funny so it's it's just scott pilgriming it yeah pretty much that's what all of scott pilgrim is it's pretty crazy. I cannot believe I just said that. I, I can't either. Especially when I didn't mean to say it. You didn't. I mean, listen. I get why. They're pretty similar words. Uh, not in meaning, but in sound. <laughs> you know, I get it. But that was, that was a rough one. To mess I up really with. hope my mom doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> That's going to be a rough conversation. But moving on from the news and from our ad read, we're moving into our first review of the day. Well, which one do you want to review first? The TV show or the movie? We can do Bo is Afraid. You want to do Bo is Afraid first? Yeah. Okay, so starting off with a review for Bo is Afraid, which is directed and written by Ari Esther. For those who don't know, he is the director of Midsommar and Hereditary. And uh, this movie had a $35 million budget. It was distributed by A24 and Pal Pogoreledzenski. I don't know how to say that. He's the cinematographer. Shout out to you, Powell. You did a great Excuse me. A great job. This is a rough episode for me, dude. I'm, I'm struggling here. But the, um, this is a horror comedy. And so far, the reviews are a 75% on Google, a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 62% on Metacritic, with a 70% critic score and a 73% audience score. So far, the critic consensus has been that Bo is a phrase and overstuffed to the point of erasing the line between... 
dude. between. Dude, so, come on. <laughs> stop. I'm trying to read. It, it's the same one that we tried to read with Matt. I'm struggling. Erasing the line between self-flagellation and self-indulgence, but R.E.S.'s bravara and Joaquin Phoenix sheer commitment giving this neurotic odyssey undeniable power. Hold on. Man, I am struggling today. Holy shit. I'm looking up the definition of flagellation. Give me a second. Um, flogging or beating, either as a religious discipline or for sexual gratification. It's not a bad word to use. Yeah. It makes sense why they put that in there. And the synopsis for this film is from Ari Esther, director of Hereditary Midsummer. From his darkest fears comes the greatest adventure. Ooh. You know who? You know, the, yeah. you know what the yeah, you know what the kid Bo's name is in real life? Harmon. Fucking goddammit. I finally had an Attack on Titan reference to give you. You haven't watched it. You can't make reference. No, but I was trying to make you smile, and you denied me. You know what's funny? I clicked on Cash just to read it before you could tell you me. Bastard. <laughs> and it's not kid Bo, it's team Bo. I, I read it too, but I thought... Dude, I'll kill you. This is such a bad episode. Anyone that's made this far into the episode, I I I applaud you. This has been rough for us. <clears throat> More for me. But um this movie follows Bo Weiserman and it's just his adventure through life and he's trying to get to his mother's funeral because his mother passed away. That's that's that that is, I would say, the synopsis of the movie. No, that is the synopsis. But... And this movie also stars Michael Gandolfini. How is he second, third on the cast list? I don't know. Amy I Ryan. Gandolfini. I just gonna. I'm trying. I think to... it's just the name, though. I'm, 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 I'm trying. Dude, read. Thank you. Amy Ryan is Grace. Parker Posey as Elaine Bray. Nathan Lane as Roger. Kylie Rogers as Tony. And Patty Lapone as Mona Wasserman. I thought she was really good. Yeah. Who played his younger version of his mother? Zoe Lister-Jones. Oh, there she is. She's in something else I know. Let me go look. Uh-huh. God damn it. Bill Hader was in this. Wow. Just to spoil it like that. God. She's in... Oh, she's, she's going to be in a good person. Girl's doing good for herself. Cool. Um. So, Ryan, I'll let you go first. What is your initial thoughts on the movie, and what would you give it as a score? I don't fucking know. This movie, listen. I need a score. I think the begin. Oh, you need a score? I don't fuck. What's your score? I asked you first. Jesus. Uh, I do it for every movie, so we have to keep it. 72? It's oh, a good score. Yeah. I think it was an enjoyable movie, but as we'll get to, the end just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, it's the... Um, oh, wait, no, it's your turn. Yeah, you go. Yeah. I think the beginning of this movie dragged a lot for me because we kind of like... You kind of get the point of it. He's just living in a shitty situation, and you kind of get the story of what's going on, and he eventually gets a phone call, which is pretty bad news. Are we doing spoilers yet? We'll try to do like a brief... This is and then... yeah. We'll do like a five minute thing, and then we're gonna hop into spoilers. Yeah. So you can stay around, and then we'll give you a heads up when we're gonna do spoilers. Yeah, we'll just give our spoiler free thoughts, and then we'll get going. I think the beginning drags a lot because a lot of it is just multiple angles of the same scene that just goes on for a little bit too long. It's not 
like overly too long. It's just a little bit draggy, which I wasn't really enjoying the beginning. But once he gets to that house from the trailer and it's um, what's her name? Amy Ryan, Grace, the girl from the office. Once he gets to like them and those people, then I started really enjoying the movie. That's what she's in. Yeah. Oh my God. I couldn't think of it. I was in the movie theater one day. Yeah, she plays um what's her name? Girl who steals Michael and makes the show bad. <laughs> um I don't know her name. Yeah. I just I, I'm not a huge office fan. So Yeah. But I think once they got once Bo got to that point, I started enjoying the movie a lot more. And as the movie went on, it for me it got funnier, which was good. Like it was genuinely pretty funny. Oh, it was like laugh out loud yeah. funny. The dude next to me was dying. The oh, whole the time. guy behind us. Yeah, it was the two friends. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, then the one had to excuse yeah, and himself. The one started throwing up, and the he <laughs> was the most quiet part of the movie too. <laughs> God, oh my God, this episode is something else. Though. Um, yeah, I think overall, the first when we walked out, we both agreed it was basically a four act movie. Where you had the beginning, and then he gets to the house, and then he goes into, into the, the forest, and then there's another act when he does finally get back home. Yep. It basically is four acts. At least that's how it kind of felt. It's like, me. it's not even like four. It's like four movies. Yeah. It's it's, it's like a mini series and just pushed together. Yeah. It's a lot of different things all coming together, which I didn't hate. I, I Like I said, the first act, quote unquote, was a little slow, a little draggy for me. Then the second and third ones I really enjoyed because it went, it went a little crazy, but in a good way. Like yeah, it, it, it was, got creative. It's Ari Aster. So if you if you've seen Midsummer, if you've seen Hereditary, you know that his movies take that turn at some point. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna be straightforward with you. What's happening? Like what's the point of this movie? And then he's gonna turn on its head and make it weird. Yes. And normally it lands. It landed. Actually, I'll I'll get into my part yeah. where I do my score and everything. It landed for a while, and then when he does get home. It goes way overboard for me. Like, way overboard. So much ball sack. There's a lot of ball sack in this movie. So much. Yeah. And I just had no idea what the point... Like, I really thought... We'll get to this in spoilers when we talk about it. I really thought I kind of got the point of the movie. You were so excited. And then they were just like, nah, balls. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. So I think, overall, it's an enjoyable movie for the most part. But the end is just fucking... Bad shit crazy. Nah, no, it, it it gets bad. Yeah. Tomigo? Yeah. Oh. So Bo is afraid. Um, I think this movie is super well acted. I thought everyone does a really good job. I agree. And I do thinking on it, I do agree with you. I thought Joaquin was really, really, really good. But um maybe he does overact in a couple scenes. It's just a few parts where he like kind of Yeah, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, but like it's it beca- like especially thinking back on it, like certain scene. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought I thought Nathan Lane as the Roger was the best casting in the movie. I thought he was so good. Wait, who was Roger? The hu- oh, oh yeah, surgeon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was funny. He was really good, and he's he's good in everything he does. Yeah. The way he kept going, "What's up, my brother?" <laughs> <laughs> it would be out of nowhere too. But um, funny. I thought it was really well casted. Cinematography was great. Set design was really good. Mm-hmm. I. And it was really interesting. I was loving it. I mean, first act, probably give it like a six out, seven out of ten. Second act, when he's in the house, mm-hmm. like a eight. 
in the woods, I I would have put it up to like a nine. And then when he finally gets home, I'd give it like a three. Yeah. I like I I real and there was a part I don't want to say the whole house part was bad because I told you that I told you the one I thought it was gonna end in the one spot. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. And then it goes downhill. Yeah. Like the first like ten minutes in the house are good. And then it just Yeah. Isn't. I mean, this is we've we reviewed men on here for those who have been listening for a really long time. This was a more drastic drop off than men. Men's 15 minutes that do a lot of damage. This, this is, is an hour and 20 minutes. You think it's that long? I think. How long is the movie? No, no, maybe not. I yeah. I keep saying an hour and 20 minutes because I think you could have cut an hour and 20 minutes. It's probably minutes, like half an hour, maybe 40, 45 minutes of way too long overboard. shit yeah. part of the movie. Not good. Like, it's not even like, eh. It's not good. Yeah. And I, I love Ari Esther. And I'm actually kind of annoyed with him. Did you see what he did at the screening? No. He was supposed to come up and like answer questions. He take his balls out? No, he got he got too high and couldn't answer anyone's questions. Really? Yeah, he couldn't even get out of the chair. Damn. So I I love Ariesta. I think he's a great director. He did a short film. Fuck, what's it called? I can't remember what it's called. It was amazing. That's what I got introduced to him. And I saw Hereditary. I saw Midsummer, two movies that are considered some of the best horror movies of the last decade. And this one, I was so excited. When this first came and got announced as Disappointment Boulevard. I really thought this movie was going to be his best work, especially having Joaquin in the cast. And I think Ryan can about agree with me. It's it gets ruined by the end of the movie. Yeah. Like this movie really had a shot for me to be one of the better movies that I've seen so far this year out of the 19 that we've seen now I've seen now. But um, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I'm actually, I'm giving it a 68. Really? Yeah. I, that end of I'm, it might go even lower. But I, I was just really disappointed, especially when I thought it it was really good in the middle of the movie. But I don't really have everything else to say. Uh, Texans trade to get the pick from the Cardinals. Will Anderson Jr. is picked by the Cardinals. First round, third overall pick. Who was the number two pick? Bryce Young. CJ Stroud is picked number two. Wait, by who? What? The Texans. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why do they have to pick the dumbest quarterbacks? <laughs> they picked a massage lover and now a guy that can barely t- count and say the alphabet. Jesus. They but, just um, picked Joe Biden to play in their backfield. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really funny. That wasn't a political statement. Yeah, the we, dude is dumb. <laughs> we are not a political pie. We could give two shits what goes on. Um, What else I want to say? There was something else I wanted to add. Yeah, so I'm giving the score officially a 67 as of right now. Okay. Which puts it below... Evil Dead, it gives the same score as Evil Dead Rise. Uh, it's below Air. It's below John Wick. It's below Dungeons and Dragons. It's below 65. It's wow. below Shazam. It's below Scream 6. It's below, below Cocaine Bear, Creed 3, Knock at the... No, not Knock at the Cabin. Ant-Man, Plane, Skinamarink. Skinamarink's in my top five movies as of right now. <laughs> that's that's wild. That's 74, baby. Yeah. That's more disappointing that that makes my top five so far. <laughs> It's only April. 
I've seen 19 movies, and that's in my top five as a 74. It's rough. <laughs> it's um, been a rough year for movies. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this movie. It's it's so weird. And it worked <laughs> until the end. Yeah, I agree. Two hours and 10 minutes of it work. Maybe two hours. I'll say two hours of it works. You think? It might be even less. I mean, it's three hours long, so it too might be. Long. No, it I is think... definitely too long. No, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Too like, long. the ending sucks, but, like, there's a lot of stuff even in the good parts that could be cut. Yeah, I, I fully agree Like, you that. see him running, like what you were saying. You see him running, and you just see it from, like, four different angles. Yeah. It shows two of those angles. Mm -hmm. Cut, like, a minute off. Yeah. I did like the scenes, though, when you see things in the background. Like, at the house when the guy's, like, fucking rolling around behind him. <laughs> He's having a PTSD attack. Yeah. Like, that was... <laughs> that was into the pool. <laughs> that was funny. But those scenes, when they did it well, it would be, like, when Bo... I think we can get into spoilers now. Yeah, so, um, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, I don't even know if to... If you like Ari Aster, go check it out. Yeah. It's still worth seeing. Maybe leave when he gets to his mom's house. If you don't want the movie no. ruined for you. You got to see it through. No, you don't. You got to suffer with no, us. No, no, you don't. No, it's... it's just like what we said about men. At a certain point, <laughs> just stop watching. Yeah. But um, yeah, so if you don't want to hear spoilers, maybe jump in. I, I don't think we're going to talk about this movie for very long. No. But we'll uh, get to Mando eventually. Let me see what time slot we're at. We're at 57 minutes already. Um, So hour through, baby. Okay. Um, uh, I would say move to the – go to the one hour and seven minute mark. See where we're at. Oh, shit. 10 minutes? I think we can do this. All right. <laughs> Sits <Struggle>. forward. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. This is it. I'm going to say a spoiler now. Um, So the giant the penis monster. Oh, oh, shit. All right. I was trying to spoil it. Which sounds like it would be a fake spoiler. Yeah, no. There, there is a giant penis monster. There's a giant like penis monster. Mandibles. It, it's a giant penis with balls. As its body, and then it still has a ball sack. There's a lot of ball sack in this movie. There's so much ball sack. Like, they really make a point to be like, we got ball sack. You, we're watching men. Got sack? <laughs> got sack. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> you, you, you know what? You're taking the lead on Bo's Afraid. What? You wanted me to watch this movie. <laughs> and I regretted. Yeah. Oh, Colts select Anthony Anderson. Uh, Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Miami. Not Miami, Florida. Nick Foles is out of a job again. <laughs> um, shit. Where the fuck do I start? Like I said, the beginning it's of the movie story is of like, a man. Yeah. An adventure. Well, we can start where it started, where you watch him being birthed. <laughs> was... The movie opens to a birthing scene, yeah. then he gets dropped. I think that was the biggest scare for me. That first noise is loud as shit. Because I kind of forgot it was IMAX. Yeah. And, it was, you know, and we were right in the, like, the middle. Yeah. I jumped. But then, God. yeah. You literally watch him being birthed is the very beginning. And then it cuts to him at a therapist session, which I thought was a cool scene. I thought that's what the movie was going to be. I thought it was going to be a man with just crippling anxiety going through a terrible fucking week. That's what yeah. I thought it was going to be. Like Alexander in a no good, very bad day, but... Yeah, pretty much just was a guy with massive anxiety. Yeah, and Ari Aster, where it can be he's hallucinating shit, and it's really scary. I, 
I don't. I still have no idea if he is hallucinating a lot of it. I don't know because he definitely does it once in the beginning. You see, he looks down, he sees a guy, and then he the guy looks up at him, and he imagines him kicking in his door and killing him. Yeah, like later on, you see him. Yeah. So that happens. There's one scene in the very beginning where he has a full fucking hallucination. Yeah, and he just gets terrified, and then he takes his meds. That's the only time a we see him take his meds. But also, maybe the whole movie is him fucking tripping because they make a point of don't take this without water, you know? But then he does. He drinks water. He does, but maybe, like, he didn't take it fast enough and the whole movie's just fucked after that. I don't know. If that's I, what it is, it'd be dumb. But it'd be too simple. Yeah. Too simple for Ari Aster. Yeah. This is one of those movies where, like, after watching it, I need to watch a video of somebody crazier or more smarter than me who can explain it. <laughs> it's definitely smarter than us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But I, I don't know, man. This movie was just so inconsistent. Like, there were some scenes which were really, really good. And some scenes which just went so overboard. Like, the whole thing in the house and in the forest, I was really into it. Because, the forest was dope. Yeah. The forest, the forest was the best part of the movie. Yeah, and it gets crazy and it goes through the whole fucking dream life that he wants. Yeah, did you notice that it was like the noise was doing it? What noise? You know how the guy's like turning the rainbow. Oh yeah, it? he was kind of getting like hypnotized. Yeah, because everyone, if you pay attention, everyone kind of like falls asleep too. Oh really? Yeah, like around them. Okay, that's kind of interesting actually. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was because yeah. I was like watching. I wanted to know if it, like everyone was dealing with. Yeah, and you would see people like behind him, like passing, sleeping. Yeah, I did like that part. That was because it was, it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of like the nicest part of the movie. It was you. It still made you think, but it wasn't incredibly difficult. Like I'm sure the dick monster is something. You think Ari Aster is trying to make a point? He's like, people are going to understand this. No, no, no. It's just Ari. I bet you it's just a giant dick monster. It's just a giant dick monster? It's Ari Aster. I bet you it's straightforward. There's no meaning behind that. I hope it is. His movies are... People always think his movies have a lot of meaning. And he's always like, they don't. Okay, good. He was just probably high as shit and wrote it. Yeah, that makes more sense. That's what I'm going to say it was. But I was really into that forest scene where he's hallucinating his whole life. And he has a wife and kids. And it's funny, too. (laughs) It's like... You see the dude in the red wig. He's like, sometimes you'll see your wife as a man. <laughs> it's like, like that style of comedy, it works so well for this movie. And once you, in the beginning, it wasn't funny because I didn't get what they were going for. Yet. Yeah. Like it was, it was just weird. Like, yeah, not in a bad way. Like it was weird because it was creepy and like, you didn't know if he was seeing all of this. Is this stuff actually happening? Yeah. Once you understand the style of comedy they're going for, it gets funny. Once you just understand like, okay, this is meant to be taken as a joke and you kind of just let it happen. It gets a lot better. I also thought the scene where he does run into his, he does find his kids again, and it's Michael Gandolfini, which I was excited to see because I like Michael Gandolfini. I think he did a good job in Many Saints in Newark. I just don't think that movie was very good. And Licorice Pizza. Yeah, and Licorice Pizza. A movie that I, I just forget about, even though it was my number one well, movie. I forgot he was in that movie. He's the lead. <laughs> Wait, what? He's the lead. That's not Michael Gandolfini. No, that's you're not. Hoffman. I, I was gonna say. I'm sorry. I don't think you're. I'm that sorry, movie. everyone. I do want to look something up. Yeah, he was Hoffman's kid, but um, <laughs> I don't know how he got third credit though. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought the whole thing in the house was maybe my favorite part. Although I think the forest was the coolest part. And then, like we were saying, once he gets to his mom's house, it just goes so downhill. And I was into it in the beginning. He kind of gets there, and he's really sad. You know, he does think his mom's dead. And the girl that he's been dreaming about this whole time, uh, Elaine, she's there, which 
I mean, great luck for him. They go and they bang. It turns out his mom's alive and watched the entire thing. That part was just crazy. And it was a big, like, the we're saying they bang. That was actually really important because his dad died from doing that and his yes. granddad died from that and his great-granddad died from that because they all had heart murmurs. So yes. when they would finish, they would have a heart attack. Yes, that was the big revelation from we see a scene of the mom talking to Teen Bo. That was the big revelation. I'm not gonna lie, that was really well shot. That scene yeah. with the lights and everything. That was. I was. Did you realize that she was changing every yeah, time? Changing it was the, the older, older her and the younger her going yep. back and forth. Yeah, that scene. Oh, that scene was great because it finally made sense. It's like, okay, that's why she's so overprotective with Bo and girls because if he fucks somebody, he's gonna die. And she's not even like super protective. She just wants him to be super careful. Yeah, because she she's all for him liking the girl because she yeah. tries to like no I'm yeah not, that's a good point she but does, i did look over at you i thought we were getting some house of dragon like incest shit for a second oh, so she looked she was way too flirty with her son yeah she's being she's like your father finished inside of me it's like oh jesus what would she say she's like should i go to bed or should we hang out and i was like yeah. what no, the we, hell we is going like, on oh shit was, yeah it was this movie something else and i mean the shots of the sky like when the stars mm-hmm. It looks so good. Yeah, movie shot great. Technically, technically speaking, like filmmaking wise, great movie. I it's, really enjoyed myself. It's exactly. I think we said these exact words when we talked about men, mm-hmm. but I think it lands more with this. This is the most. This is the most well made mediocre movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a fair. I thing think to men's. Say. I think men's way better than I like this. No, I agree with that. I can't wait to rewatch that tonight. I'm probably yeah. gonna scare myself. Um, but yeah, I think just it started making so much sense of like, it was just this guy with horrible anxiety who wants nothing but love. And then you find out slowly, like why he can't really have a girlfriend because he has a heart murmur. And if he has sex, he'll die. And that's why his mom was so protective of him. Wanted to be so safe. That's why he has such terrible anxiety. It starts making sense and you start getting it. And then he gets to the mom's house and then, he has sex with Elaine, and she dies on top of him, which... So it, she had the heart murmur. I guess, like, it it totally came out of nowhere. Like, I, maybe it was like a Chekhov's gun. Like, we talked about it the whole movie. Somebody has to have a heart attack, and then it just happens to be her. I think it would have been better if no one had it, though. Yeah, and it was just bullshit. It, and the movie should have ended there. I thought they both... I thought it, it was just going to be, like, a happy ending for him. Yeah, but then it turns out... The mom's alive. She, she watched, faked her death. Yes. It was some housemaid who decided to kill herself so her family would get paid. Turns out the mom is like a multi-trillionaire. Yeah, and um, this movie's just a shitty version of The Truman Show. Yeah. I take back what I said I yesterday. Don't, I don't even know. Like, I can, they are watching him somehow. Because, oh, no, they're watching him because the end fully shows that they watched him. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I just don't get it. And it was such a weird ending. Like, it made, I didn't get nothing in the movie hinted at what the ending was going to be. Nothing. Except there was the scene when he is fast forwarding the camera in the house. And he could see what was going to happen in his life. The, like, Coliseum thing at the end. Do you see it? You do see it. I didn't know if you it's saw it. It's very that. dark. You just see, like, the screen and the seats. There's nobody there, though. But uh... I did see that. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I that? saw, like, when he's at the, you see all the people bringing stuff in. You see him standing on the side of the road. And then you see him on the boat. I didn't notice the Coliseum. Yeah. You see, like, everyone bringing the stuff in from the funeral. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and yeah, you see you him see standing him waiting to get hitchhiked. Yeah, when when the daughter comes in and like drags him out of the room, the camera like lingers for a second. You can see it on the TV. You can see like the galaxy. So, like it showed it, but that's not like hinting where it's gonna go. That's just showing the future. We still and I thought it was really cool though how you could see what was gonna happen. Yeah, because then I would like notice. I was like, oh, it's this part now, and then we're gonna see this. Yeah, it was interesting. Like it was in reverse order too. Yeah, I think what they could have done is like, and again, I, I do these things. We I think holy shit, I feel like we do these things a lot where it's like they should have done this. We're not writers though. Like, we haven't yeah. written a movie. We'd like to be. But <laughs> we, would lo- we would love to be directors. This is just, like, my thought. If they had, I mean, it's the whole point of this show. So. Yeah. If they had le- leaned in to the whole just crippling anxiety thing and had it be like, okay, yeah, the mom is a super trillionaire. So there's really bad people who are trying to kidnap Bo now. I thought that's what it was going to be. Give them the money. Maybe it's something like that. That's what I thought it was. I thought Roger like knew the mom. It was trying to get the will from Bo. Well, they did know the mom. No, the end, yeah, they, they know. The, but I thought I don't get it. There's a picture of the mom with like it's a, all it's her up. workers make her. Yes, and you see everyone from the movie. But, but why? <laughs> I, I like. Why did you see the one was the guy who drove him? The guy who drove into the house was one of the workers. You remember the guy who picks him up when he's hitchhiking? Oh, yeah. Was he? Yeah, he's on the board. Jesus Christ. And if you pay attention, he keeps looking behind him while he's driving him. Okay. So that's when it, like, when I noticed that, I was like, okay, this is just full on becoming the Truman Show. Yeah. And then you saw the housing areas was his house. You know, when he's walking and he's figuring it all out in the mom's, like, work office. And then you you see his house, his apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a living quarters for people with severe mental health Yeah, the mom built those apartments. Yeah. So that's when I was like, oh. So this is like fully Truman showing it Mm -hmm. and just not doing it as well. It was was Ari Aster trying to make the Truman show on mushrooms. Which sounds like the perfect idea. Yeah. If you told me, like, if they had showed me going into it that this this is what it was going to be like, Mm would have been all in. Yeah. He but needed he did not somebody, market that at all. He needed somebody next to him to just be like, Ari, this sounds awesome, but why? Yeah, and let's like, tone it down. What, like, I like all this stuff, but some of this stuff, why is it there? Like, what, what's going on? And just, if you just came back to see if we're doing it, we're still doing Bo's Afraid. So, skip a little bit more. But, um, yeah, no, he needed... And I've never felt this way about R.E.S. I think he's he makes some really well-made movies. And he loves to hint at what the movie's about. He does in Hereditary. He hints at what's going to happen in that. He hints, if you watch Midsommar, when you go into the chapel, you see all these pictures on the wall. It shows you exactly what's going to happen. He loves to do it. And that's why I was so excited when I saw the TV stuff. Because mm-hmm. it felt, I was like, oh, this is like, this is Ari Aster. Like, this is when it started to pick up and like feel. Because yeah. the beginning felt like, like, I could tell it was an Ari Aster movie, but like, when they got into the house, when he's being kidnapped, kind of held high. I don't. It didn't even sound like they were holding him hostage, but yeah. And also, what was the began. mom doing when she was trying? Yeah, to she help was like him? trying to help him, but then she tries to kill him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, the movie is. And the daughter drinks the paint for no reason. Well, I I could tell the daughter just wanted to be loved. 
that yeah. poor girl. No, she was like, "You're replacing my brother. Let me drink paint and kill." Yeah, because she like okay. she wanted to be, not that she wanted to replace her brother, because no one wants to lose a brother. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's real. Yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. This could all be an act. I, I do. And then like the reasons why he was like being, and then he went to like court. And who so were those people? Fucking weird. Where the fuck was he? Because he went out in the middle of a lake, and then all of a sudden, fucking... That, it, it literally copied the Truman Show. He goes yeah. out in the water on a boat, and then he finds out that he's being watched. Yeah. Well, he already knows he's being watched at that point, the Truman Show. Well, if you haven't seen the Truman Show, go watch that, because it's a better version of Bo's Afraid Now. So much better. I take back what I said yesterday. With a better lead. I, I, yeah. I, I take it back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jim Carrey's yeah, Jim better. Jim Carrey. It's Phoenix. a really good movie. In these respective movies. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is... Way better in his career wise. Yeah. I think Truman Show is Carrie's best performance. Least dramatic performance. Maybe not comedy, but what else? Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Fair enough. One I haven't of my all time favorite movies. Yeah, fair enough. That yep. I forgot about that one. <laughs> Dude, I I don't get why this movie this is the definition of needing a no man. Yeah. Like Zach Snyder does it a lot. But it's normally fun when Zack Snyder does it. Maybe sometimes a little too much. This was a lot too much. Like, I'm, I'm going to say, it. it's an hour and 20 minutes of... There's an hour and 20 minutes of footage you could have cut from this movie. I don't know if it was that long. I think it just felt like that long. No, I'm saying throughout. Not just oh, the yeah. end. The end's probably like an hour of it. Yeah. But then, like, I just felt like the play was a little too long in the woods. Mm-hmm. That was a little too not his part, like the actual play we had to watch. Okay. A little too much. The beginning, you could have cut maybe ten minutes of that. Yeah. And I think could have cut the car ride scene when he smokes. You were in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh I, no, you saw that part. Yeah, I saw when he smoked, but I missed Yeah, it. I feel like that could have been trimmed a little bit. Okay. I just feel like there's a lot of trimming around. Like there's a lot of fat. Yeah. And then the end's just a huge chunk of fat that you actually bite into. Yeah. Dude, I I'm so sad. Dude, I was so excited. I really thought that 2023 was going to be the year of film. We are off to a rough start. Every it's, year since COVID has been the year of film. <laughs> I know, but it's because every movie has been getting delayed still. Like, there's movies that were supposed to come out, and they still haven't. Yeah. Like, Mission Impossible was supposed to come out twice now. Yeah. Dead Reckoning. So, I, this is the year that all the movies are finally like, oh, they're coming out, they're coming out. Plane is in my top ten movies. <laughs> It's not good. <laughs> it does not help. But this, I, I said it, it's the, it's the mo most well-made, well-acted, mediocre movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Ari Aster is still a great director. Yeah, definitely. he just needs a no man. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, he definitely had one on Midsommar. Because that okay. movie's weird. It's not this weird. Yeah. I'm fine with You haven't seen horror. Midsommar, have you? No, have you seen Hereditary? No. So you, this is the first Harry Potter movie. movie. Yeah, that would have actually helped your viewing experience. Really? Because I think if you watched the first two, you'd be like, "Oh, this, this, there's no way this can't be a banger." Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I need to know what those movies have. Because I mean, Ari Esther is considered the Hitchcock, like him and Pure, are the Hitchcocks of horror, the yeah. new era of horror. Mm -hmm. And. uh this he, one just missed. He missed. Like, he missed bad. Yeah. Yeah, Hereditary is a 90. Well, I mean, 
it has a 7.3 on IMDb and a 75 on Google. Really? Huh. Midsummer has an 83 on Rotten Tomatoes, a 7.1 on IMDb, and a 70 on Google. But what does it have as an audience score? 63? Holy shit. Maybe he is a niche horror director. Bo is Afraid is a 7.3 on IMDb. Huh. 70 Rotten Tomatoes. 73 audience score. Damn. I'm not usually with the with the critics. I'm with the critics on Hereditary Midsummer. Wow. I really thought they were well-received all around. Yeah. Um... I still think you're really into like you you're into movies that you haven't you're on a film podcast. Yeah. I just I think the sto- the stories are more coherent and if it never becomes too much in those movies. Okay. This is like gluttony. <laughs> it, I'm I don't know. I if if you're into weird movies this is this is definitely for you. If you like uh Suspiria Superbia, Suspiria with uh, Mia Goth. You would like this movie. Right. If you're into like weird body horror slash horror comedy, this is probably the movie for you. It's not going to land with everyone. I feel like this movie is going to keep going lower and lower on scores. Mm-hmm. But, oh, before we move on to Mando, do you uh, do you think this movie is going to make its money back? What did it cost? 35. 35 mil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll make its money back. Think so? I think so. I, I think so. just Joaquin Phoenix can pull that number. I think Ari Aster can pull those numbers. Yeah, because sure. Hereditary and Midsummer are in the both in the top five best A twenty four movies. I think. Okay. Like uh, money wise. Yeah. I know Hereditary was number one, then everything ever once took over. Gotcha. So I mean, I hope it makes its money back. Yeah, I think it will. Do you want to? Do you think the new A twenty four movie looks good? Which one was that? Talk to me. With the hand. Oh, the horror movie? Mm-hmm. Looks scary. Does look scary. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Come on. No. Come on. You, you've been doing so good. This is one I will not watch. You said the same thing about men. I don't care. It took it took me a long time with men. Yeah, too. it did. Can we do the same thing we do with men? Nope. Come on. No. Why? I have my reasons. Why? Are you scared of a hand? I hate Australians. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's do the same thing we did with men. No. If it debuts above an 80, we go see it. No. 90. No. 85. No. 74. <laughs> Debut's above 100. I'll see it. You're, you're an asshole. Well, I'll find someone else to see them with. Um, They're actually, uh, the directors of that are, are in final talks to direct a Street Fighter movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's a weird jump. It's a weird turnaround. But um, anything else you want to add about Bo's Afraid? No. I think we said everything. It's just, it's not a bad movie. It's just the end is overly weird. There's a lot of fat to be trimmed. A lot. Speaking of a lot of fat that needs to be trimmed, The Mandalorian <laughs> Season 3. <laughs> for, uh, well, for those who don't know, Mandalorian is a Disney Plus TV show, and it's about after the fall of the Galactic Empire, a lone gunfighter makes his way through the outer reach of the lawless galaxy. This show, in total, currently sits at 90%, with an 8.7 out of town IMDb, a 7 out of town IGN, and the third season itself... Is... So it's at an 86%. Critic consensus is mileage may vary by a couple of parsecs as the Mandalorian becomes more and more about the connective tissue of broader Star Wars lore. But this remains one of the most engaging adventures in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. I disagree heavily. On that. Yeah. I think just as the season as a whole, the, fin- the two finale episodes were great. 
the penultimate, penultimate and the finale. They were, I, I really enjoyed myself. And there were bits and pieces throughout the series where I was really having fun, but it was really missing the cohesiveness of just a series, a, a season of television. And I've seen the defense that, oh, the whole show is just a different adventure every week. And that's, you're not wrong, but to this much of an extent, I, I just don't think it was like that for season one and two. I think there was a fluid story moving through each episode for the most part. There were episodes here and there where it was just, that's, that's a bottle episode. But this one was mostly all bottle episodes. That didn't work. Yeah, especially episode three. Now that the season's no, over. Six. No, six. Six is one of the worst episodes of television. I well, The one with Jack Black and Lizza. It wasn't a great episode. That episode's I, terrible. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't love that episode. The opening with the love. Yeah, see, but at least it does move along with Bo-Katan getting the dark saber and stuff. Like it has. Like I said, that's in seven, isn't it? No, that was the the end of six. It was. Yeah. But yeah, like that's so much filler. No, I agree. That's what I'm that saying point. is that it's just what, what was three? Three was the one like the Empire people. Oh, that literally yeah, led no. to a 15 second scene of. The girl telling Moff Gideon that they're coming. And it kind of like, I mean, it seemed important because I thought we were going to get an answer if Grogu's a clone or not. I think that's like. But we never got it. Yeah. I think it was kind of to, they did confirm the fan theory that like you can see the Kaminoan thing on his shoulder in season one. Yeah. Everybody assumed, okay, maybe he was a cloner. Maybe Grogu is a clone of Yoda or maybe they're trying to clone him to make more Jedi or Sith rather. And they do kind of confirm that with him talking about his cloning stuff. That that was his job for the Empire, and he'd like to bring that to the Republic, blah, blah, blah. But then the rest of the episode is them trying to get his lab equipment back, which goes absolutely nowhere. Maybe they're setting up something for a season four, but I don't know if there is a season four yet. Yeah, because it really felt like... It felt this like it was the finale. end of the show. Yeah, which I'm honestly fine with because it seems like Dave it, Filoni is make. That's what he said. His new movie coming out is going to wrap up the Mandover, which would make sense if Ahsoka sets up maybe the end. Maybe yeah. Ahsoka sets up the movie. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know this. Yeah, because you literally from episode three, the only thing that happens after that is you get that quick scene with the girl. I forget. Hold on, give me a sec. The main girl. Like the bad girl. Yeah. The one who's like, he's kind of working with, and then she betrays him. She just calls Moff Gideon, and he's like, hey, Bo-Katan and Mando are working together, and they got all the Mandalorians. They're coming for you. No, that's in the next episode. That's not three. That's the no, beginning I, of... No, I know. That's what I'm oh. saying. Oh, that's, you're saying that the only the reason only to show that was for Yeah, that. that's the only thing that came... And those from- stupid light-up lollipops. Like, <laughs> those things look so bad. Yeah. You really couldn't just have them eating ice pops? Yeah. You had to make them glow? I mean, maybe it was like some world-building thing. Because it ends like... The I, ice pops? No, I'm talking oh. the episode of the whole. Like, what does no. that show me? No, I, maybe it was like just showing what happens to ex-Imperials. In that the that scene was well done. Yeah, I, I'll I thought, give it that. And I want to say this. Three is not a bad episode. No, it's it not just a terrible episode. nowhere. Yeah, it's the season as a whole. which It just takes away from it. I don't know. Uh, this season, especially after, especially after the first season, which I love, and the second season, which was very good as well. This was I like just the second. And down. see, I'm, I do not like season one. I, 
Well, I like season one more than three. I did, I was not a huge fan of one. I actually had to go back and watch it because I'd never actually finished one. Then I watched two. I actually like sat down and was like, okay, I'm going to try and get it. I ended up loving two. I didn't like the finale, which yeah. I know a lot of people love. I just felt like it didn't need to happen. Um, But three just didn't work. It did yeah. not. I thought the fouling episode was not good. I loved seeing... Uh, God, the guy who plays Jar Jar come back as a Jedi. I'm at best. Yeah, thank you. I love seeing him come back. I thought the whole every time they've showed Order sixty six so far in this Mandoverse mm-hmm. is Obi Wan in the Mandoverse. Dude, the Mandoverse isn't a thing. The no. universe is called Star Wars. Just, I know, it's but called Star Wars. Okay, I'll just say it like this: the TV world yeah, that they've showed. Anytime Order sixty six come up, Dave Filoni's done a great job. Yeah, every time it looks great. I agree. Seeing the clone troopers, it, real people, not CGIing it. Yeah. Looks so good. Ahmed Best was balling with the two lightsabers. <laughs> he was dogging those clones. He was. But all in all, like that episode didn't lead anywhere. What? We got to see some cool creatures and they fight like a dragon. Okay. Yeah. They definitely ate those things too. The baby. Oh, we, ones. they did. Remember? Yeah, we never saw them again. And I said, if we don't see them, they ate them. Yep. Um, as I said, I think six is, it's by far to me the worst episode of the show and one of, my least favorite episodes of a show I've watched. Like, I did not. I did not like it. And why? Why do you need to put Lizzo and Jack Black in it? In what way did that look like it was going to work? And you thought that was going to get the audience to be like, oh my god, Lizzo and Jack Black. It didn't. Yeah. And you're, and you're also trying to please the <laughs> worst fan base in the world. Yeah. It's not the fact that they're in it. It's the fact that they're in it for, like, no reason. And the stupid shield cape thing that follows Lizzo around that episode. Oh, the flower thing behind her? So fucking stupid. It looks so bad. That, this is the thing. Peter Pascal, born to play the Mandalorian. Perfect. Okay. What? He's, his voice works so well. His voice works really well. Yes. What? 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 No, no, I, w- I want to hear. I think other people could play the Mandalorian. No, no one's getting. I can bring in one. Bring in cold. I think there's a few other people who could do that. No. Pretty well. Young Clint Eastwood. I think you're just sexually attracted to Pedro Pascal. That too. Yeah. But I love, like, I adore him as the Mandalorian. No, I like him too. I'm just saying. I just I... think, like, he his voice works so well. Yeah. And it could also be the guys who are doing the walking around make it look even better because they have the cowboy walk yeah but and i love grogu i really do and he makes me laugh a lot i'm losing the the sparkle of grogu though no i am too like how much more can you really do now that he's becoming more like independent and he's learning the force which i wanted to see i wanted to see him learn the force and kind of like be able to fend for himself and he's kind of in he a, does he does but he's kind of in like an in between state where he's not fighting as much until the very very end when he saves everybody but it's like the scene where he's fighting the basically like the the red guards and shit actually that was a pretty good scene I, I liked it but it was he was just jumping around I was hoping he would do something and then the very the end the very end he does use the saves, force saves Save Mando. Mando. yeah and then he stops the fire and, and then he learned Din is his first name. <laughs> What? Remember, it's Din Grogu. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. You know that famous uh, meme of the guys in the bar all watching the big screen and they start freaking out. Yeah. Someone made it when you find out Gro- Din is the last name. <laughs> it's them all freaking out. Yeah. I want to see the Mythosaur. Did you see it roar at the end? I want it out of the water. So do I. I wish they went there too. Like there's so you set up so much stuff in the second episode. Bogotan sees never the go back to it again. And then she mentions it twice, and then they go to Mandalore, and that's it. You don't even mention it at the end. She couldn't yeah. have gone down and been like, she has the dark saber. She's in charge. There's a bunch of Mandalorians there. She knows the Mythosaur is in the water. Well, she doesn't have the dark saber anymore. Oh yeah, it broke. It broke. That's disappointing. Fuck, I forgot about that. I love uh, the dark saber. The fight scene at the end was really well done. The, yeah. As you said, the penultimate and the finale. Great. Great episodes. I really like them. Everything before that. Yeah. Mid. Mm-hmm. And it's not as bad as Bo is Afraid, as, as I'm ripping this show to pieces. No. It wasn't like an all... It's not like a... Like 40 or 50. Like, it's it's not terrible. No, it's a passable show. Yeah, totally passable. It's just compared it, to the first two, which was It so doesn't great. hold up compared to those two. Yeah, no. I don't get how this has an 86, though. That That's still really high. I don't know. I I love seeing Bo-Katan. I thought, think she's great. So do I. Love her. I'm in a 2% for those who don't, for those who get what I mean. Nice. I'm in that 2%. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, this show just, this, not the show, this season wasn't it. And I, I, I don't know if they're making a season four. I don't know if the Mandoverse movie is ever actually going to happen. Because we've gotten so many announced Star Wars projects. A lot of people could think he's going to be adapting that um the Thrawn book. The Thrawn book? Yeah. Like the book where Thrawn was introduced. Yeah. Or like one of his, the main one with him in it. Yeah, I forget. What's, I know what he's on the cover and it's like the close-up yeah. of him. Yeah. And you see the stuff with the Empire. But yeah. I know people what you're talking about. think it's that. But for those who don't remember this, this is a long... When I was a sophomore in high school, it might have been my freshman summer going into my sophomore year. Netflix announced a TVMA Old Republic TV show. Really? Yeah, with like it was supposed to be the most expensive show of all time. They got the rights. It was all supposed to happen. Didn't happen. Ryan Johnson's trilogy never happened. They what say was, what, was that supposed to be like New Republic stuff? Ryan Johnson's? Yeah. No, it was just supposed to be a trilogy of something. They never said what it was. They never said what it was. Uh stupid Star Wars fan. Taika Watiti. They said his movies and he's still working on it. Still working on it. No, he's fucking not. Kevin Feige Star Wars movie never happened. So So I'm not. I'm not gonna get my hopes up for any of this. I, I think the chances that any of those new ones got get made is low. But I think the ones that have the best chances is James Mangold and the Ray one, the Ray led one, the Daisy Ridley led one. Yeah, I I don't know. It's Star Wars. So honestly, I don't know if the James Mangold one's gonna get made though. James Mangold's a big Star Wars because, guy, though. And what are you going to well, tell How them? much, though? He I've loves- never heard James Mangold's name connected to Star Wars. No, he anywhere. just no, like he just loves Star Wars. Yeah, but like, that, that... Dude, when you're talking about multi-hundred million dollar movies, that means fucking nothing. But are you really going to say no to James Mangold? I would, Especially if Indiana, that. if Indiana Jones... I'm not saying that. I would love James Mangold to make a Star Wars movie. I'm just saying, out of the three, I think the Ray one and... Maybe Filoni's have the best chance. I don't think Mangled One is going to get made. Although that is maybe the one I'm most looking forward to out of those three. 
if it were to get made, I think it has the least chance. What what does he call it? A religious epic? Yeah. That because so that's dope. just it does sound dope, but it's so fucking crazy for Star Wars. And Disney wants to push the like Skywalker sequel. saga. Yeah. Even though I, I don't care what anyone say, it's gonna be episode ten. The right they one. They said it's not. I don't know. It's, it's the same character. What do you mean? It's a sequel to episode nine, which would then make it episode ten. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Disney says. I don't fucking know. Ever. They just need to have Grogu in that fucking Jedi school. I don't get why you're doing this again. You're doing the same thing that Luke attempted to do. And it didn't work. What makes you different? Oh, I have a yellow lightsaber. <laughs> that doesn't make Gu- you different. I'm a Gwei Jedi. <laughs> I'm a fake Skywalker. No one cares. Yeah. This is nothing against Daisy Ridley. I think she'll do a good job. Yeah, I, I love Daisy Ridley. I just think the movie's gonna be shit. I I have no I, I have no trust in Star Wars. Although I think I think the um the director was the showrunner for Miss Marvel. I could be wrong. Yeah, on but that. then we looked no, remember we looked at this guy's filmography and it was like terrible. I think it was a woman. It's a, it's a but... woman. Yeah. I don't know why I said guy, but sh- it was terrible. Yeah. Although I like Miss Marvel. I'll stand by that. I no, Miss Marvel's good. I like, I like the show, but I ended up watching. I told you I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I, I just don't have trust in Star Wars. I mean, Andor, good. V- very good. I mean, people. Did you finish it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm four episodes in and it, it's the best thing I've seen from Star Wars since Revenge of the Sith. You know that I love that movie and things will never change. I know. And you better start talking good about it if a certain someone comes on this show. All right. Because then we're going to watch Jumper. It's a good movie. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson's coming on the show? No. Oh. <laughs> House of Glass. My dad weeped to that movie. Weeped. Never heard of it. Dude, it is. I've never seen it, but my parents... And everything I've read about say it's one of the saddest movies of all time. Like okay. my my father shook weeping <laughs> to this movie. And for those who friends of mine and Ryan can vouch for, my dad is not a crier. No, my dad doesn't even love me. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> but I like how this episode went from a review of The Mandalorian to me just shitting on Star Wars. Yeah, I say that as I have forever inked on my arm a Star Wars tattoo. Wait, House of Glass from 2021? No. What the? That's the only House of Glass here. Well, pull up the guy's filmography. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> okay, so while you do that, I'm going to do some more Star Wars ripping. Okay, this is why I don't trust Star Wars. <clears throat> Voice crack. We have the Book of Boba Fett. Trash. The Bad Batch. Hit or miss. Andor. Good. Rise of Skywalker. Shit. Last Jedi, fantastic movie by itself. Doesn't work in the franchise. Force Awakens, pretty dang good. Mando season one, okay. Season two, very good. Season three, not good. I think Mando season one is the best season, but. See, that's where, I'm saying it's okay. I'm not hating. I know, but I think it's like genuinely really, really fucking good. No, I know you felt that way. Like, it's fucking great. See, I won't hate on that. I'll let you have your opinions. Yeah. 
Did you find Someone the movie yet? That shit franchise, Lord of the Rings. Don't don't say <laughs> stupid shit. Don't say stupid things. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is the greatest. Tr- true. Yeah, say, it's the greatest trilogy of all time. Yeah. You tell me a trilogy that's better. Can't say Star Wars. It's not a trilogy. Why can't it? It's not. It's episode four, five, and six, which would mean that's part of that a- is a trilogy. It would make it a nine movie franchise. It's not. What? So does that mean I can just pick three Harry Potters and make that a trilogy? No, that would that, that would mean you can't pick Lord of the Rings because Hobbit would be make it a six movie franchise. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Shut the fuck up! I'm right. <laughs> you're wrong. All right. <laughs> this episode has went so off the. We just what, got facts what, and logic. What time? We're at an hour and thirty five minutes, and I think we have said four words about That's the Mandalorian fine. season. It's nine eighteen. I'm having a good time on this episode. You're supposed to start at seven. It's 9.18. We're an hour and a half for this. We started, what, 7.45 then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we were looking for my baseball glove. Baseball. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool thing to tell everyone. I joined a men's baseball league because I'm a man. <laughs> Me and my beard, I can't actually grow. <laughs> You're going to get plumped I so am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to so give up a home excited. run first game. It's oh going to be a rough God. couple first. I think it's going to be a rough first season for me. Oh, you're going to try to throw a curveball, and you're either going to hang it, and it's going to get demolished. Or my or elbow gonna, is going to just die. Or, yeah, or you're going to hit somebody in the head and just get plunked immediately. I'm gonna I am gonna. don't even know if I'm going to throw it anymore. No? I think I'm just going to rely on my slider. My All slider right. was always good. Curveball was great, but if I can't – if I – well, Ryan hit a nuke off of me on, on the first day. I tried, yeah, I tried to throw oh, one yeah. in like three years. Tommy Nuked literally it. threw a curveball, and I saw it. As the pitch was coming in, I said verbatim, Fuck your curveball and fucking nuked it. <laughs> it did not feel good. He hung it so bad. It was hilarious. Did you find the film, the movie I was talking about? Yeah, it's not called House of Glass. I'm pretty sure this is it. It's, it's like older. 2003 older? Probably. Okay. What's it called? I'm not going to say it. No, I want to know. I don't want to give it away to the people. It's not going to give it away. All right, this Samuel L. Jackson movie is called House of the Dragon. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making something up. You didn't find it? No, I didn't find it. Oh, my God. No, I did find it. I just don't want to say it. That would completely give it away. Tom, I'm telling you, it would entirely I'm looking away. up for myself. I can tell you what it is when we're done. Which I think we are, because we've completely gone off the deep end. <laughs> we, have, we have nothing so, to talk about we anymore. Have no, we're literally just on Google looking things up. You want to talk about Rule 34? We've done it before. Something. What? Last time there was oh, a Oh, that's what it's called. No, 2001. Oh. 2003 is his best reviewed movie. Yes. 2001 movie is the movie that my dad cried at. Okay. Well, to everyone that's actually listening to the episode, if you made it into this hour and 38 minute mark, I am proud of you. If you text Oh. Add me on M will be the show. It's Frucket underscore one two zero three. I want to play as I want to play as many games with our fans as we can. Uh, add me on Activision. It's like Ace Monk something. I, you're gonna have to DM us for that one. But uh, yeah, let us know if you want to play any games with us. We're, I'll definitely play any online games you guys want to play. I will demolish you. No, I suck at MLB. You don't suck at MLB. <clears throat> You haven't beat me yet. Oh, no, you did. You beat me on the Xbox 360, Xbox One, before I got my PS5. You beat me did the I? day I got it, remember? Did I? Yeah. Oh, no, I did beat you, because then you said you hated the game. Remember. I think I beat you once. Oh, no, you did beat me, and you still said you hated the game. Yeah, I do hate the game. 
It's not a bad game. But I keep playing it. It's so much fun. It's gotten better. I can't play Road to the Show on my Xbox One. <laughs> it's so laggy. Imagine being broke and not having a PS5. I'll kill you and your entire family. Hey. I'll steal the PS5. You probably will. Yeah. Well, thanks to everyone for t- uh, Ryan. What's your right recommendation of the week? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, actually, it's funny. My dad last night was like, "For your next recommendation of the week, say Big." So I'm gonna say Big. Tom Hanks. You know what mine is? It's a good movie. I know what mine is. Don't say Succession or Barry. Life is a House. It's a very sad movie that I think everyone should go out and watch. And uh, yeah, great movie. Very fun. I believe it's on HBO Max. And um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I know it was a wacky one, but it kind of fit the movies that we were talking about. What do you think we should title this episode? Bo was afraid Mandalorian season three review. Or should it just be Mando? Do you think Mando would do better than Bo is afraid? Yeah, but you can't not mention Bo is afraid. We talked about both of those things. Yeah, but you could just do Mando so people listen. It's cheating. I don't get Nerd Soup puts House of the Dragon every title of theirs. They could talk about it for two minutes. Yeah, but they have consistent viewers, so they get away with it. We're catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> People come on here like, oh, they're a film, I guess. And we talk about Rule 34 Avatar porn. I fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, uh Yeah, I think this is the end of the episode. This is this episode's been wacky. No, this this is it. This is it. We gotta just cut it off. <laughs> this is this is the last episode of the show. We're not coming back. We're not gonna ever gonna reach hundred. <laughs> it's just not a thing. Um, next week we will be reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We are super excited for that, and we hope you are too. Let us know if you want to play any video games with us. We'll stream it. Let us know if you want to come on the show because the Patreon should actually be up in two days. Why do you tell me nothing? <laughs> Why do I find out things on the podcast? So yeah, uh, Patreon will feature coming on the show for a guest segment. It will feature a watch party, and I'm going to make a Discord for everyone to join. Awesome. That sounds awesome. I would have loved to have known that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Ryan, of course, you get the final words of every episode that we've done. Fucking the show. What would you like to say to everyone that is tuning in and still somehow listening an hour and 40 minutes? I hate you and your goddamn PS5. See ya.